What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. Every Thursday, we kick off this show with a roundup of news related to state violence. We hope this segment serves to expose, agitate, and build. This is the State Terror Roundup for the week of February 13, 2023. And y'all, there is only one round a day, and it is a KO, a knockout. He is on the mat, and he ain't getting back up. Yesterday, Oakland's Mayor Shang Tao fired Oakland Police Department Chief LaRon Armstrong. This decision arrived nearly one month after Mayor Tao placed Armstrong on administrative leave following his failures to hold subordinate officers accountable for gross misconduct. The scandal-plagued department now has had 12 police chiefs over two decades. Now sit with that for a minute. This department, the one folks keep saying is ready to get out of federal oversight, cannot hold on to a leader, and I'm putting leader in quotes, for more than an average of two years at a time. Even under cop-loving Libby, we went through five police chiefs. Now, why is that, folks may ask? I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's not about the people. It's about the institution of policing and the whole damn thing is rotten to its core. Speaking of rotten... Let's just put aside the actual reasons that Leron Armstrong is being fired. And despite the chorus of, he didn't do anything wrong that are flooding the Twitterverse, he did, in fact, do plenty of somethings wrong. But let's put that aside for just a moment. I don't think Armstrong gave Mayor Tao a choice. He literally tried to punk her into ignoring the investigation and preserving his job. Over the past few weeks, we've observed Armstrong behaving more like a political actor than a police chief in an attempt to strong arm the media and local politicians to push for reinstatement. Armstrong hired the discredited local PR consultant Sam Singer, the same PR trash that came from Moms for Housing with a vengeance in an attempt to bully the mayor to give him his job back. Unlike what happened on this show, far too many local media publications simply regurgitated the single press releases and some local leaders stood alongside a police chief who covered up incidents of gross misconduct that legit could have injured or killed people. But we will get to the dangers of identity politics in just a moment. And not only that, this is not, y'all, the first scandal that has plagued Laurent Armstrong. Oaklanders in the world would do well to remember that he has a track record of jackassery. This is the same police chief that went on Fox News, a white supremacist television station, and tried to rile up white supremacists with the boogie word defund by lying that his department had been defunded, but in actuality it had an increase of $38 million. You want to know when folks like me and Councilmember Carol Fife saw an influx of attacks, threats, and hate? It was when our black police chief intentionally put a target on the backs of black women with lies. How was that? for identity politics. This is the same police chief that lied about his officers using excessive force, including tear gassing and lobbing flashbangs at children, even though OPD just lost a lawsuit for precisely doing that. Shout out to the team at Siegel and Yee Law Firm. This is the same police chief who knew that his officers were sharing racist, sexist memes, but did nothing to stop it. And, and, and for the folks who are saying he is the best police chief Oakland has ever had, what the hell has he been doing? For those folks that believe cops stop crime, which they don't, but for those still living in that fantasy, crime exploded while Armstrong was the police chief. While hundreds of homicides occurred on his watch, OPD was wasting 90% of officer time on nonviolent and non-criminal matters, such as evicting unhoused community members, literally ignoring a data-driven report by APTP that demonstrated that if OPD stopped towing cars and chasing dogs, it would free up two, six, excuse me, it would have freed up 62 officers to address violent crime in Oakland, way more than enough for the very small percentage of people engaged in those activities. 
I did a couple of interviews last night, was asked by reporters what I thought about Mayor Tao's decision. Listen, it's a complicated conversation from where I sit. No chief is the best chief, but that's not the reality of where we are right now. At the same time, we are trying to dismantle policing and the way we do public safety in this city and across the nation to replace it with an institution that actually keeps us safe. At the same time, we must be engaging in the practice of radical reforms that bring some relief to our people who are living under the violent boot of white supremacy with the frontline soldiers of that being law enforcement. And that, y'all, means accountability. That means they cannot continue to profile, hunt, beat, kill, rape, lie, and wrongfully incarcerate us without accountability. Otherwise, where does it end? Where does it stop? For the folks that are gathering today to demand that Armstrong get his job back, are you saying that he should be able to act with impunity and there be no consequences for his bad behavior? Is that really where we are going today? And while we are on that topic, let me throw something else out there. I hear some grumblings that all he did was not take uh, a, a seriously a minor fender bender. Those were his words for a hit and run, by the by. That, y'all, is an example of the blue wall of silence where cops look the other way when their fellow cops behave badly. Today it's a hit and run. Tomorrow it's a beating. Day after that it's a rape. And some days far too many days it's a murder. The culture of policing is rotten and it must be dismantled and destroyed. And that starts with calling it out and shut it down. And lastly, at least for now, a warning to all of us about identity politics. Folks trying to say this is about race. Folks saying they wouldn't be surprised if the next chief is Asian. Folks saying she can't govern because she is Asian. I won't repeat some of the garbage that I'm seeing uh, on social media because it doesn't deserve airspace. For those of you walking down that road, shame on you. And to those of us who know the dangers of divide and conquer, who know that that's the kind of talk white supremacists pick up and run with, to those of you who know that hate crimes and violence ticks up when we allow that kind of BS rhetoric to stand, when you see it or hear it, shut it down. Point people to the report and the facts, and the facts are, y'all, the Ron Armstrong behaved in a manner, although typical for cops, is unfitting for someone in leadership anywhere, police departments or otherwise. And anyone notice that no one from his <clears throat> union is coming to his defense? Police Association President Barry Donnelly sim Donnellan simply has promised that policing in Oakland will continue as usual. Yay for us. The people of Oakland deserve safe streets and neighborhoods to live and work in Oakland. As Oakland deals with massive housing shortages, lack of job opportunities for black and brown youth, we encourage Mayor Tao to focus on what the real needs of the people of Oakland are. Secure housing, education and jobs, and well-resourced public services. That's the mandate she was elected on, and folks need to be sure to hold her to that objective. And this, my G's, has been the State Terror Roundup for the week of February 13, 2023. State Terror Roundup soundtrack provided by Coffee Brown, an Oakland musician, singer, and songwriter who's been a force of the Bay Area's hip-hop and soul scene since the early 1990s. You can check her out at kofybrown.com, and her website and socials are linked from our site at kpfa.org. Shout out to my producer, Jesse Strauss, for urging me to create the content for this segment. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. 
our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.